what happened. Paul writes to the second Corinthians. He says these words. Now, thanks be to God, which always causeth us to triumph in Christ, makes manifest the savor of his knowledge by us. And he says, in every place, which means no matter where you go or what you're going through, he'll make you victorious. Now, that's his word. That's, that's a revelation where Paul said it don't matter what's going on. He will make you victorious. And I know you're listening to me and I'm, you're asking that question, and many do. Then is it really possible? choir just finished singing all things are possible yeah but yet we're asking that question if not verbally we're living like we're asking God is it is it really possible and I suppose and I'm, I'm going to work with you for a few minutes I suppose it's because of what you've been dealing with and because it's been there that way for so long and you've been coming to church singing on top of it, praying on top of it, preaching on top of it, shouting on top of it. And you go back and you're still in Egypt, the same old thing. And you're wondering, is it really possible? Is it really God's will that we live such a life in victory? Does it, does it really, does it really come to a point where we're able to lift our hands and, and smile with joy pressing down on the inside? Can it really be like that? Look at somebody and say yes. Yes. And you say, is, is he really able to provide and make it possible that we can have victory? Every one of us. Look around the room. Every one of us. Say it to somebody. Every one of us. Is it possible? Yell out and say yes. Then I have to bring this to attention because if you agree with the yes, then we sin against God if we accept anything beneath his will. If you settle for anything other than what God said, if you settle for anything beneath his promise, then you're sinning against God because you're telling God he's a liar. Telling him he can't do it. He won't do it. Telling him he don't know how to do it. Hallelujah. But he says, I'm not a man that I should lie. Neither am I the son of man that I should have to repent. If I say it out of my mouth, it must come pass. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say, then it must come to pass. And we've been talking about victory for a few weeks and you might be asking even, and, and you know, we need to sort of revamp some of the things that were already said and bring those up to speed who haven't heard the messages and understand that, hallelujah, that there are certain things we have to know in order to walk progressively in victory, I don't want to get stuck where I am and understand that there are going to be things I'm going to have to go through tomorrow. And I'm taking it day at a time, situation after situation, but I understand he brings me from victory to, to victory. Victory to victory. Say it with me, victory to victory. So what is the secret? And it's really not a secret. These are things that you already know. But I think in the midst of all we're going through, we fail to apply it. But the first thing I want to tell you, that victory is not gained by human effort. It's nothing you can really do to get the victory. Not by power, nor by might, but it's by my spirit. If the Lord doesn't give it, you can't have it. Hallelujah. So you really can't get victory all by yourself. Look at somebody telling you can't get victory all by yourself. Yes, I chuckle sometimes when I hear folks get up and testify and all they talk about is how they did it, how they worked it, how they 
fixed it and I'm scratching my head wondering, well, what part did God play in getting you where you are right now? We fail to realize that had it not been the Lord giving us strength, making waves out of no way. So I need you to tap somebody and say, it wasn't me, it was God. I believe Samuel writes these words and says, He will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. And Samuel is saying, I could not do this myself. It had to be God. And the second thing, and there's one thing that we talked about last week, victory is a gift. It's given. Thanks be to God who has given us the victory. He fights it for us and gives us the victory. The third thing is victory is gained by choice because you can choose to lose. All you have to do is sit down and say, I'm not doing what God told me to do. You can just sit down and fold your arms like some of y'all do when you come to church. I'm not going to praise him. I'm not going to call his name. I'm not going to do anything. You can't have victory unless you choose to do it God's way. Remember these words Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And serving God, there are benefits that come along with serving God. It becomes my inheritance. Victory becomes my inheritance. Say to somebody, victory has become my inheritance. Yes, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every word, every tongue that would wage or talk against me, thou shalt condemn. This is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. And the last thing then I'll get into the text. The last thing you need to understand is that victory has to be maintained. And in order to maintain victory, you have to have the right attitude. And I can sit here for a week because, hallelujah, there are a lot of us who may get the victory, but we lose it simply because we have the wrong attitude. Hallelujah. You can't blame other folks for what you're going through. You can't Hallelujah, waste time getting angry and sucking your teeth and rolling your eyes. You don't have time for that. You can't get victory and hold on to it and then get in your flesh. You got to come to a place where you're not going to let the battle taint your disposition. You're not going to get nasty just because folks have been nasty to you. You're not going to be mean just because of your circumstance. No, hallelujah, you're going to take it in stride. Because remember, it's not your fight after all. Oh, he's going to give you the victory. So what you should be doing while folks are doing what they do, you should be somewhere giving God praise and thanking him for the victory. Hallelujah. Touch somebody, tell them, watch your attitude. Yes, I can tell sometimes when folks are going through, they don't speak to nobody. They don't want to wave their hands. They, they don't even want to say praise the Lord because of what they're going through. But you can't walk in victory and walk in that attitude at the same time. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a conqueror, then you have to have uh, the attitude of a conqueror. Because when you know you're a winner, you can smile at the adversary. You can even shake folks' hand. I know they don't like me, but I'm going to shake their hand anyway. Why? Because I know my Redeemer lives. Hallelujah. And after he has tried me, I'm going to come forth as pure gold. Go on and shake somebody's hand and tell them I got victory anyway. Yeah. You get too caught up in how it feels. You get too caught up in what they say. And some of you still got an attitude. They said it 20 years ago, and you're still grumbling about something they said 20 years ago. You can't walk in victory like that. Tap somebody again and say, hello. Watch your attitude, your attitude, your attitude, your attitude. And uh, hallelujah. I found these words. Wow. I was in meditation and the 
commentator said these words, let us fix our eyes on Jesus who gives us the victory. He gave me scripture for it. He said, then looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And then he flipped me back to Corinthians where Paul begins to write and says, he gives us, thanks be to God who gives us the victory. So while you're going through, fix your eyes on Jesus. Set your attention on the one that's going to give you the victory. Scripture text as we hasten on coming out of the book of Exodus. It continues the narrative that begins in Genesis. The Greek transliteration simply meaning to come out, exit, or departure. First, of course, to the deliverance of the Israelites from slavery while they were in Egypt land. And they were there, according to scripture, for exactly about 430 years altogether. They were there because they failed, of course, to give God appropriate prayers. They had developed an attitude that says, I'll praise you long enough to get the blessing, but I want to do what I want to do. Hallelujah. Just give me the blessing. I'll go where I want to go. After all, I'm grown. And I, if I feel like going there, let me go over there. And they felt like God had too many restrictions on them. God would speak back to them through the men of God and say, I beg to differ, hallelujah, with you because without me, you can't do anything at all. Understand, you're too busy looking at what others have and what others are doing and you fail to realize that you are blessed above any other people. Why? Because I chose you. I could have chosen anyone else. I could have raised up anyone else. One of the reasons why you're so blessed is because I did not use your pedigree against you. Hallelujah. The first thing that you should recognize is that there were some who were smarter, some who were stronger, some who looked better. But I stepped over them and I chose you because of my good pleasure. I chose you and I raised you up and I made certain promises to you. Told you that I'd let you walk in the high places of the earth. That would feed you with the heritage of Jacob. I told you and I spoke even to your ancestry and said, in blessing, I would bless you. And in multiplying, hallelujah, I would multiply thee. And anyone who blessed you, I would bless them. And anyone who cursed you, I would curse them. But instead, hallelujah, you walked away from me. I promised that I would make all of your enemies your footstool. You would have victory in every area of your life. All you have to do is serve me. Hallelujah, serve me and there'll be no good thing that I will withhold from you. Just serve me. And if you don't know who I am, spend some time with me. Let me prove myself. I don't just want you to know my name, but I want you to know my character. I want you to enjoy the holiness of your God and understand that holiness is not just what you take off and put on but holiness is what you accept in your hearts if you let me live in you and lead you then hallelujah there'll be no force that can hold you back or stop your progress because I'm a powerful God and I can't have weak babies all of my babies are going to be strong if you eat my word if you sup with me if you spend time in my presence even the glory that I have the enemies of your life will be able to see my glory in your life and there will be demons that will think twice about approaching your doorstep because of the reputation of holiness because of the God that you serve I'll make you a strong people I find somebody tell them he'll make you a strong people. 
Hallelujah. You got to say it like that. He will make you a strong people because when God speaks to you, he, he's not just speaking to you individually, but he's speaking to everything that will come out of you. When he speaks to you, he's, he's speaking to your children and to your grandchildren. He, he's speaking to everything that's connected to you. So uh, lay your hand on somebody and say, he's going to make you a strong people. Yes, if you stay with me, I'll bless your whole house. If you, if you stay with me, I'll deliver your whole house. If you, if you walk with me, I'll save your whole house. Reach up and scream the whole house. But you've got to do it my way. I feel my help. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Exodus is written to give us a link to a progressive revelation of who God is. And progressive as I live, as I walk, as I experience, more of God is revealed in my life. I know about him because he has shown himself to be exactly that. There are people in here that know God is a healer. And if you ask them, they'll tell you because he healed my body. There are people in here that almost lost their minds. And they know he is peace. Why? Because he gave them peace. Anybody got that testimony? I want to give you a second lean on somebody. Tell them what he did. Tell them what he did. Tell them. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you something about God. He is whatever he did. That's what he is. If he healed you, then he's a healer. If, if he made a way, then he's a way maker. If he lifted your burden, then he's a burden lifter. If he gave you joy, then he is joy. Say yeah. High five people tell him he did it and that's who he is he, hallelujah if he opened the door he is a door opener hey whatever he does that's what he is and some of you sitting around here and don't know by now but it's done enough for you for you to know who he is so look at somebody tell him he is that and a whole lot more I feel like preaching in this place. So at the beginning of the book, you see the descendants of Jacob suffering oppression because of their failure to adhere to the movement of God. So instead of living in victory, they're living in defeat, living beneath their privilege. And Lord, the Lord told them, it is not my intention for you to be beneath but above I don't want you to be in the back it is my intention for you to be in the front so if you're anywhere other than where I said you're not in my will there's a problem and ain't nothing wrong with me I'm God I was here before you got here I am perfection there are no flaws in my character there's no shadow of turning with in me. I'm a faithful God. I can never change who I am because if I change who I am, then you won't exist anymore because I made you in my image. Even if I change my mind and deny my lordship, the world would crumble before your eyes. Everything exists on my integrity and the power of my existence. I am God. Hallelujah. And I expect you to step up and obey my voice because I want to bless you. I don't want any demons 
demon taking claim over your life. I want you to be able to stand and tell the devil to his face, but my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I want you to stand because we're family. I want you to be able to tell the devil who your daddy is and understand when you talk back to the devil, the first thing he looks for is resemblance. And if you don't look like him, he'll slap you upside your head. But if you look like God, if you talk like God, if you resist him, he'll flee from you. Shake somebody's hand and tell him you gotta look like him. You gotta talk like him. You gotta speak it out of your mouth. Even though you don't see it, you gotta say it out of your mouth. Open up your mouth right now and speak a word in the atmosphere and just say it's done already. Hallelujah. They were in bondage, and you remember the history of the text. Moses would be raised and brought down to Egypt. Aaron standing beside him, and he would be given the message Let my people go. Several discourses would transpire, and after every discourse, a plague would spill out in the nation hallelujah they worshiped many gods and God of the Israelites wanted them to understand that there's no other God beside me he would send Moses there and Moses when he wanted to know whom shall I tell them sent me he said just tell them I am that I am I am whatever my people need me to be. So he steps in front of Pharaoh and says I am sent me. It may have sounded crazy but he said I want you to know that you can't play with my God. He sits up high and he looks down low. You can't play with my God. He's got power above every nation. He can speak and think will move out of his way but Pharaoh denied him each time and the final discourse hallelujah would consume the firstborn of every household man and beast and God would tell Moses I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart and he's going to tell you no again but I don't want you to be so upset that you lose sight of the fact that I'm bringing my people out of Egypt land. I want you to go back and get a lamb for every household and take the blood of that lamb and smear it on the doorpost of every believer. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. Take that lamb and eat it whole. Don't break any bones uh, roasted whole over the fire uh, and whatever's left over I don't want any doggy bags uh, just burn it in the fire uh, because I'm a God of new mercy uh, I'm a God of new joy uh, I'm a God of fresh anointing uh, some of y'all are stale uh, still living off of last year's bread uh, but wrap your arms around somebody and say neighbor I got a feeling that I'm going to leave here with fresh bread hallelujah go witness to somebody else and say neighbor I don't know about you but I'm going to leave here today with fresh bread uh, say yeah, uh, say yeah.
Thank you, Father. So the death angel would go through the land and wherever he saw the blood, he'd back away. But there was a cry in the land just like God said. You've never heard nothing like this before. Thank you, Father. And it got so bad until Pharaoh looked at them and said, Moses, pack your bags. Get your kinfolk. Hit the road, Jack. And don't come back here no more. Thank you, Father. But on their way out, he said, I want you to knock on the door of the taskmasters. Hold out your hand and tell them to pay you all of your back wages. I came to tell somebody that on your way out of what you've been dealing with, I hear the Holy Ghost say recompense. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to bless you. I know they hurt you, but on your way out, I'm going to blow the devil's mind. I'm going to use the same demon that made you cry. I'm going to make him write you a write you a check and I didn't say the check is in the mail look at your neighbor say I didn't say the check is in the mail I'm going to make that devil hand deliver it put it in my hand the mail may come too late the mailman might lose it I'm going to make that demon get up and get dressed he ought to know your address by now I'm going to make him go back to your house and hand deliver it hold out your hand and look at somebody say get ready for a hand delivery come on and tell him get ready Hey, God, I want you to come out of there. That's why the verse says they came out with a high hand. And now with the scripture brings us to the very text that we read in your hearing. They are no longer in Egypt. They are between Egypt and the promised land. Their journey of victory has already started and they're on their way. Hallelujah. But listen, let me tell you a secret about victory. Victory does not start when you come out. It starts when you're already in there because on their way out, they had gold, they had silver, they had sheep, they had asses, they had goats. Hallelujah. Look at somebody. I just got a word in my spirit. Look at him as a neighbor. God told me to tell you he's going to take that bad situation and turn around for your good. Don't touch somebody else and say, neighbor, I don't know what you've been going through, but he's going to fix that thing. If you've been broke, going to put money in your pocket. If you've been sick, going to put healing in your money. Hey, God, I'm going to make the devil drop his jaw and look at you. They won't recognize you when I get through blessing you. Say yeah. Oh, I feel like running in here. Lean on your neighbor. Even before I finish preaching, I want to put this word in your spirit. Lay your hand on somebody and say he won't be able to recognize you. When God gets through, you won't look the same. Yeah. 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 
Yeah! I gotta finish this. But I feel like screaming in here. It feels good in my soul. I feel a scream in my bosom. Come on, scream with me. I love, I feel a breakthrough getting ready to happen for somebody. I feel a Holy Ghost scream in my bosom. Come on, scream with me. Hey, God, tell somebody before I finish, go over and tell somebody a crazy blessing. Gonna come out that crazy situation. A crazy blessing. Gonna come out that crazy situation. So give them a crazy praise. You don't understand it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Sit down, sit down. I'm almost through. They were coming out of Egypt. And the Lord speaks to Moses. I say, I want you to turn here. Make camp. Hey, God. Between Piahirith and Migdal. I want to show you something. And he did what God told him to do. And he said, I'm doing this. And when I do it, Pharaoh's going to look at you and say, you're closed in. And there's no way out of your situation. If you do it this way, I want to tell you, your enemies are going to look at you and laugh and say that you really don't know God. They're going to question your relationship. They're going to question your faith and say things like, why would she do all that praying and end up in that mess? But look at somebody and say, it's not my business and it's not yours either. God will do it the way he wants to do it. How he wants to do it. Thank you, Father. They were there and they were there long enough for the enemy to catch up with them. They were there long enough. Hey, God, for Pharaoh to gather 600 chariots and get captains over them. They were there long enough. In other words, they were there long enough for the devil to regroup and come on back and try to pull you back. But the devil is a liar. Hey, God. The eighth verse tells me that God hardened the heart of Pharaoh and made him come after the children of Israel and the Egyptians pursued the horses and the chariots the horsemen and the army and they overtook them in other words they made it to where the people of God were they were right there hallelujah Pharaoh was right there and some of y'all are going through stuff and that demon is right there right there in your living room right there on your job that demon is right there messing with your money messing with your family he's right there but I got a word for you he won't be there for much longer many 
all the afflictions of the righteous, but he will deliver them out of them all. Hallelujah. I want to show you something right here because the plan was for them to walk in victory. But when you read verses 9 through 13, you see some things that they were going through. Number one, they had to deal with what they saw. They can see the enemy. They can hear the horses. And the Bible says they were afraid. And they cried out unto the Lord. I need you to be honest in here. And tell the preacher. Have you ever been afraid? That it wasn't going to work out? I need you to be honest in here. And tell the preacher. Have you ever been afraid? You weren't going to make it. Through the storm. Hallelujah. I got a word. To throw back at you. We walk by faith. And not by sight. Say yeah. Hallelujah. And because of what they saw. They reacted. And when you live for God. When you grow up in him. He'll take you from. Reaction. To responding. What do you mean? When something goes wrong you react and start flipping off with the mouth you're getting mad you know you need that job and you react and tell your boss I don't need this job you reacted you gotta be like Job he responded he worshipped right in front of your boss Right after he tells you, I may have to lay you off. Lift your hands and look your boss in the face and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually Oh, God. But they reacted and they got a bad attitude. Some of y'all came to church with a bad attitude. I know y'all, I'm looking right at you. You've been rolling your eyes the whole service, sucking your teeth, telling, telling yourself, making all that noise, and you got an attitude. And they started flipping off with the mouth, and they went to the pastor and said, "Man, we had insurance at least in Egypt, but there ain't no graves out here. Did you bring us out so we could die in this wilderness? Hallelujah! This is what they said." Didn't we tell you to leave us alone so we can serve the Egyptians? It was better in Egypt land. Hallelujah. Look at somebody and say lies, lies, lies. Don't you believe it? If I bring you out, whatever I have for you, it's so much better. Yeah. If I bring you out where I'm bringing you to, it's so much better. If I bring you out, what I want to give you is so much better. Say it with me, better. Tell your neighbor the devil is a liar. I'm 
on my way to something better. I may not like where I am now, but it ain't over yet. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Hey, God, you could have left us there to die. Hallelujah. I'm trying to help you. You can't live according to what you see. If you're going to have victory, you can't react and get stuck in your feelings. And then you got to watch your nasty attitude. Hey, God, look at somebody like you're their big brother or sister. Shake your finger. Tell him you got to watch that attitude. You got to watch who you're talking to. You can't go to God nasty like that. You can't talk to the children of God nasty like that. Look at somebody say, don't blame me for your situation. You serve a God who's able. You serve a God that's able. I said, you serve a God that's able. God put a word in Moses' mouth. And Moses spoke back to them and said, fear not. He has not given you the spirit of fear, but he gave you power. I said he gave you power. He gave you love. And he gave you a sound mind. And then he said, stand still. Now in the Hebrew, when you see that stand still, it don't just mean to stand at attention. It means to shut your mouth. Stop talking like that. Stop complaining so much. Hallelujah. Tap your neighbor and tell him stand still. Hold your peace. Hold your mouth. I don't mean no harm, but some of y'all are hard-headed. You need somebody to say shut up and let God work it out. Hey, God, look at your neighbor. Don't be afraid and say shut your mouth. Can't you see? He's working it out. Shut your mouth. Can't you see? He's in control. Shut your mouth. Can't you see? That all things work together. All things work together. All things. All things. All things. All things. All things work together. Say it. Hey, come. Hey, God. Just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And he's going to show you today. Hey, God. I felt that in my spirit all the way down to my big toe. I got a word for somebody. I don't know where you're sitting in here. But just tap him and say today. He says it twice in this one verse. So it must be important today. I'm going to show you something today. Walk around the room. Find somebody. Come on. And just say today. Today here. Today here. Today. I'm going to heal you today. I'm going to make a way today. I'm going to fix it today. 
I'm going to heal it today. Today. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Today. The Egyptians that you see today. What's your problem today? What you're crying about today? God told me to tell you. You will see it. Come on, help me preach saying no more. No more. That's what I came to tell you. I came to put it in your spirit. No more. I know you've been dealing with it, but God told me to tell you, no more. I know the devil's been messing with you, but God told me to tell you, no more. I find three people and say, no more, no more, no more. Say, yeah. No more. Did you hear what I said? Then get up, baby. I'm saying with the word. No more. I won't say it no more. Say it. No more in my home. No more in my mind. No more. Come on, say it. No more. The Lord will fight for you. I said, the Lord, he will fight for you. Hold your peace and let the Lord fight your battle. You just testify. That's all I want you to do. I'm going to give you a minute. Go to as many people as you can and say, God said, no more. No more. Today is the day. Hey, God. No more. It's over. The devil is a liar. Yeah. 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 Listen, if you receive the word, I want you to get up and praise him like you really know you're coming out. And you're coming out better than before. If you really receive the word, give him a coming out praise. Give him a coming out praise. Open up your mouth. Praise him. Praise him. Hey, hey. together. 
Warriors. Is there one today you have not given your life to the Lord Jesus? You want to be baptized in Jesus' name. You want to be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Come. The altar is ready. You desire prayer. Come. You want to be baptized. You want to give your life to the Lord. Come. I feel a move of God in this house. Listen. Who is it then? You just want to touch and agree with me. That you're going to walk in victory. Sure enough, victory. Just come touch my hand wherever you are. Just come. Just need to touch and agree. If you got it, let me see you wave your hand. I got it. If you got it, let me see you do the joy. I got it. If you got it, let me see you clap your hand. If you got it, let me see you leave for joy. I got it, 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 